0: Previously on One Tree Hill.
1: I can describe Lucas in one word. Bastard.
0: He's your opponent. But
1: it's not fair.
0: My sketches. What do you want? What do you want?
1: What do you want, man? What do you want? Man, what do you want? Why don't you tell
0: me what you want, What do you want, man? Hey, man, what do you
1: want? Man, man. What do you want, man? Hey, man,
0: what do you want? Hey, man, what do you want? Show me what you want.
1: I'm fighting back.
0: Hi, welcome to One Tree Will, a podcast where we watch episodes of One Tree Hill and then talk about it. I'm one of your hosts, Will, and I've never seen the show before.
1: And I'm Abby, and my MySpace theme was a template of Chad Michael Murray's face.
0: And I didn't have MySpace because we didn't have internet growing up. Let's dive right in. Let's do this thing.
1: (laughs) Uh, So this is episode four of One Tree Hill called Crash Into You, Uh, but before we start talking about the ep, um... Few things for context, just to kind of get you into our space, my space. Because uh, I know, you know, it might be kind of fun to get little bits of personal flavor mm-hmm. from the world of Abby and Will in everyday life. Um, but this is the first episode that we are recording in the same room together because we're no longer long distance. Uh, so we'll see how that changes the dynamic. Feel free to tell us if it gets way better, and just keep it to yourself if it gets worse. (laughs) I had like a theory to like continue to dive into, and I think it might be one of the less interesting theories, but it's one Mm -hmm. that I can't get off my mind. Um, I have a
0: really interesting theory, but I'm not going to talk about until episode 12. So if you've just started listening, we haven't recorded it yet, but in about eight episodes, I'm going to bring up something that I think is going to crack the show wide open.
1: But it'll only make sense if you listen to all the episodes before then. Yeah. So this is our way of just saying, please keep listening.
0: What's, it's, it's basically, it's, it's an acrostic poem using one word from each episode, but I, we have to record the episode so I know which word yeah. to use, but it'll all be
1: We don't know what in, the spoiler is yet, but. I don't
0: know so. exactly, I want to reveal something, because I, so I'll reveal something in episode 12.
1: Yeah. And if there's nothing interesting about the show, we'll just tell you like a very personal secret of his.
0: I'll tell something, I'll tell you something that I've never told anyone. Alive or dead. <gasps>
1: yeah. Not even me.
0: Yeah, we news for everyone.
1: Can't wait. Okay, so my theory is really dumb, but it just I just can't get over the Jake Jagowski spelling <laughs> of his last name and I just really need to talk about it. So I have a new theory.
0: Are you picking up on it because you're a Pagowski? Well, yeah, think?
1: so I my last name is Pagowski and it used to be spelled, you know, it got westernized
0: when it Was more than that?
1: Yeah, it was like a very it was weird spelling. Wow. And I feel like, you know, often like Polish names have like more syllables or like more like consonants than you would expect. But Jake Jagowski. his name is spelled with an L and an I, and it just feels weird. So my theory is that the actor that plays Coach Whitey Durham, whose name is Leonard Barry Corbin.
0: Pretty, pretty basic.
1: No, That's a pretty good name, I think. Three names. Uh, the more names, the more power, <laughs> the more social status. Um, but I just think that he couldn't pronounce Jaglieski or like Jogleski, Jaglas Jagowski. Yeah, and he's been pronouncing it wrong, and they had already made like the basketball uniform, all the props. Yeah, yeah they already had like Jagowski on the the shirt, the basketball shirt. Mm-hmm. What you call it? the jersey? Shirt, the jersey. There it yeah. is, his jersey. So they were just like, okay, let's just call him Jagowski. Yeah, but he's like, he's the only character who goes solely by their last name, or and it's spelled so differently than what I expected, and I just still, I just feel like maybe maybe the actor couldn't pull it off.
0: My prediction is that um, over the next couple episodes, Whitey will pick a different sort of vaguely Polish name every time he talks to Jake. So we'll see if I'm right. Ooh.
1: Okay, the other thing I just want to talk about that for the second episode in, a row, episode in a row, there's no mouth nor skills. Do you think they're coming back well? Yeah. Okay. So very first moment of this entire ep, very first image that we are you know, um, gifted with is a naked chad michael murray showering
0: oh yes
1: but this time he's not showering in the locker room he's showering in his own personal shower and the water goes out so he goes into the kitchen uh he's like mom did you forget to pay the, the water bill and she's like of course i didn't and they find out that like all of their pipes are broken like so many pipes are broken in their house and no water's coming out of any of their faucets anymore um so then it feels like they've done this before because they very quickly go into a routine of chad michael murray holding his head over a sink and karen his mom just dumps a jug of water over his head like the way that you bathe a puppy
0: oh i was thinking civil war soldiers (laughs) we just have slightly different points of reference but you know when you like go out and like bathe in the creek behind your house
1: yeah, but that's like you diving into a pool of water. Like, this is this is him over a sink with her just, like, yeah. pouring a jug. It just feels... Ve- to me, it feels like very, like, washing a cat, washing a puppy.
0: Or a baby. Like, when a baby Washing goes, a baby's head. Which I think is the imagery that the filmmakers for this episode wanted to conjure. You know, I think yeah. it's really important that we think of her as his mother. Because sometimes I see her... <laughs> sometimes I see her and I think, what is what is Luke's sister doing in this episode?
1: Really? You think that?
0: Yeah, or... That's sort of, that's like a thing that I, I do all the time. If a mother and a daughter walk in to a place, I'm yeah. like, oh, I thought you were sisters. It's sort of a line I came up with to like put people at ease immediately. Mm-hmm. How do you say like, it? So if someone, so if, if so Lucas walked in, 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 in with this, you walk in with your with mom. my mom. And I'm like, oh, a table for two sisters? Can I get you two sisters somewhere to sit? Do you want Waters to start? Sisters? Actually, we're
1: not sisters. We're, she's my mom.
0: What? Who's the mom? You are.
1: No, no, she's she, the older one. Is my mom. The older one's the mom. Yeah. But she's much older than me. No. Yeah, she's like thirty-eight years older than me.
0: Where's Ashton Kutcher? Because I feel like I'm about to just get punked. Sorry. I feel like I'm about to get punked.
1: Punk. Sorry.
0: I feel like y'all are about to punk to me. Oh, I did write, she washes his hair in the sink. I watched this episode a while ago. Yeah. But I, but sexy shower, too. Oh, wow. She washes his hair in the sink.
1: You wrote... <laughs> now I can see your notes. You wrote sexy shower dash money problems.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sort of a marketer to remember it by.
1: Oh, man. That's, man, that's really good. Um, okay, so we go from that mom scene to a mm-hmm. totally different mom scene. Uh, with, you guessed it, Nate has a mom... So this is the first time we see Nathan's mom. She's waiting. I've realized that that Nathan's mom kind of does the thing that Dan does, where um, she just waits in a dark room for somebody to enter and then yeah. like is ready. But engages. she is ha- she's waiting with positive energy. So she's in the kitchen and she's like, "Oh yeah, like have you ever seen dinner before?" Or makes like some dinner, like, "Oh, you- have you have you eaten since I've been gone?" Something like that. And Dan and Nathan are both super happy to see her and it's actually like a very sweet family reunion mm-hmm. and uh she's you sort of really
0: she's the energy that's been missing yeah she and definitely she, is
1: yeah. a, you know has like a positive loving family feeling um she doesn't have a name yet we still don't learn her name we don't learn her name until the third scene that she appears in in this show um but we do learn that she works like for a charity like AIDS research or maybe she like we're not totally sure but she just made she like convinced somebody to give like millions of dollars for AIDS research so that was her she's very business savvy very good at her job Mm -hmm. Uh, and her and Dan kiss a few times
0: Dan is the dad for people who dad Dan yeah Dan dad is how we remember it Mm -hmm.
1: Um, if the easy way to remember is if you just take away the N and add a D yeah that's dad
0: Yeah, and then you take the N that you dropped and you swing it around, so you carry it over to the other side, so you have dad N now, Yeah. so you can do dad and Deb, and that's sort of how you remember that the dad is with Deb.
1: Also, Dan, dad, and Deb both start with a D, and Karen and Keith both start with a K.
0: Yeah, but remember, Karen and Keith are just friends, Abby, and And they've been really clear about that, so I don't know why you keep pushing it as as if there's something romantic. Absolutely not. Um...
1: Any, like, first impressions on Karen? Nope. Deb?
0: See, drop the... It's drop say it right. drop, the, drop in, the end. Add, add a, a D, D. Swing it around, around. Dad, Dad and, and Deb. Deb. Um, I like her. I mean, she's really likable. Mm. And, it, and it, it sort of throws us as the audience. I don't want to just speak for myself, so say all of us watching...
1: Yeah, you, you wouldn't dare just speak for yourself. <laughs> that dare. would be morally questionable. All
0: right. All of my opinions are... The opinions of the mass. Of the ma- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, you almost want her to be bad mm. because the whole family is like crappy and and it, it's a little like discombobulating because mm. she shows up and, and, you know, I was thinking And what? you're like, who? Yeah, I'm like, who, who? what, what What's your
1: name? Oh, we, her name's Deb. Yeah. We don't learn that yet, but her name would eventually, we'll find Spoiler. out, is Deb.
0: <laughs> but it yeah. does take
1: us a while into the episode to learn her name.
0: So far, I like her. But she's a Scot. So, but they all are. So is
1: Lucas. Lucas is a (laughs) Scot. Yeah. And we're all Scots. We're all Scots. Oh, yeah. We were toying around with the idea of calling um, One Tree Will listeners Scots. Mm -hmm. But we don't know how I feel about that. Tweet at us to tell you your opinion.
0: (laughs) Yeah. About anything.
1: (laughs) Like, if you're like, if you, if you add us with, like, I'm a Scot, then we'll know that you're into it. Yeah. But if you add us and say, like, not me, then we'll know.
0: The nice thing, too, is instead of being like hashtag Team Luke or hashtag Team Nathan, you can just hit hashtag Team Scott, and we'll be like, okay. And
1: we'll have to figure out which one. Yeah,
0: and then we'll follow the hashtag because we will be interested to, to find out what happens, like with the show.
1: Yeah. Okay, so then, ooh, we're about to be in another B'Ball game. Good. So I get to really use that sports commentator voice that I love so much. Here we go. It's just going to be my voice. All right, so we're back in the ball game. And we're right in the midst of it. We're in a huddle. And Whitey is telling the team to get their heads in the game and work as a team. He says, you're playing selfish to both the Scots because they're not working together. We pan over to Brooke, who's cheerleading with Peyton. And we find out that uh, Nathan is going to have a party after. And she's asking for a ride. And she kind of brings up, she's like, I think you might be jealous of the way that I like Lucas. I think that, like, I see you and Lucas being good together. You're both broody. (laughs) Whoosh. Going over back to the game, Tim has possession of the ball. He's trying to pass to Nate. He's trying to pass to Nate, but all the boys are all around Nate. There's a boy to his left, boy to his right, boy in front of him. Lucas is wide open, so Tim passes to Lucas. Lucas scores a basket, and Nathan is super upset about it. And And so then Nathan's all, like, mad at him, and Tim suddenly takes on a very heavy southern accent, like a very heavy southern accent that he's not had in previous episodes, and we're going to try to impersonate it. And he goes, Nathan, come on, man. I'm just trying to win. It was that heavy. Uh, And then it's whoosh again, and it's at the end of the game. They've won. Tim is begging for forgiveness. Uh, (laughs) And Nathan walks up to Dan, and he's just like, what's up, Dad? Trying to stay casual because he know he disappointed him. And this is where the actor who plays Dan, Paul Johansson, uh, has just a really strong acting moment where he just says a lot by saying nothing at all. And I'll try to do that now. <sighs> and he walks away. Whoa. Did you see the disappointment on my face?
0: Yeah. I thought, I thought like you were mad at me for some reason right now, and I, I got worried.
1: And I have Paul Johansson to thank for that acting tutorial. Thanks,
0: See, Paul. Oh, the announcer also says Lucas Scott is really starting to gel with his team. Yeah. Which, you, so it's which like is it's, obvious. It's good it's, yeah. for everybody, except yeah.
1: Nathan and Dan are all upset about it. Dad mm-hmm. Dan. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, we cut to Lucas and Haley. They're going to the party in a tow truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, Which, just like, in case.
1: <laughs> is he allowed like would he just be allowed to just like drive his uncle's tow truck
0: to I, and from i just like the idea of pulling up in front of a place and being like it's a company car
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they also they pull over and take up like eight spots in front of the driveway like they take up prime real estate uh but they go to the party and you know Haley's like you know this is a setup right and Lucas is like of course it's a setup but I'm I've decided as we recapped to fight back mm-hmm. like, you know that that's what his kind of his oeuvre of the show of this episode is like fight fight back that would be his slogan
0: yeah
1: like under his you know fight back would be on his t-shirt his mm-hmm. like custom tee
0: well he took Scott off his jersey so yeah maybe so he, he added fight back fight back which Whitey would probably mispronounce yeah <laughs> Fagowski. Fagowski.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Um
0: oh, oh, okay,
1: so I have a big question here, but but this might this is kind of a, gonna take us away from the plot. So do you want Oh we don't want to- that?
0: <laughs> what do you want?
1: <laughs> okay, so do what do you have something to share about the tow truck? I just... Well, they pull up to Nathan's beach house. So, this is their family's second house. We've already seen his first house is really big and nice. Yeah. So, they pull up to the beach house and it's just another mansion yeah. by the lake. Um. So, then this is when I had a really big question um, that kind of took me down a rabbit hole of research. um, And that was, do car dealership owners make this much money? Hmm. So, I did a little bit of research um and i went to a few different websites i would like to think that like my graduate school program has helped me learn how to research better so mm-hmm. i went to comparably.com which is a compares different averages of um you know yearly salaries and um i found out that the us average for a car dealership owner is a yearly salary of ninety seven thousand dollars seven ninety seven thousand seven hundred ninety dollars.
0: This is adjusted for inflation. This is pre bubble. Yeah. So the, pre- well, this is actually
1: not. This is two thousand eighteen.
0: Okay. So let's subtract like
1: like a dollar, like
0: a dollar or something. Yeah. So,
1: but then I looked more specific. I was like, that's not specific enough for me. Where's one? The town of Tree Hill. It's in North Carolina. So I I was like, well, Comparably.com, dot com, what about North Carolina averages? And they are You're like typing little, all this yeah, in your computer, you're It's all Siri. So okay. I'm like, hey, Siri. Um, you know, what about North Carolina? So North Carolina is a little higher of an average. It's the average of hundred and two thousand five hundred and forty nine dollars a minus year. Minus a
0: dollar. because minus like, a
1: dollar for inflation. Um and I just can't help but so Tree Hill seems like a small town, so like, you know, um, uh, real estate prices are probably lower than you know what we're used to in big cities like London and Chicago. Yeah, but I can't help but imagine that a hundred thousand dollars a year isn't enough to ha- sustain and to buy both of these gigantic houses. So then I was like, okay, well, Deb has a job. Yeah. Maybe Deb is contributing.
0: How much is AIDS research paying these days? Exactly. So yeah.
1: I I wasn't totally sure what her job was. I yeah. kind of was thinking, you know, because she was the one that was negotiating getting money, like getting donations. So I thought maybe she's a charity fundraiser or a fundraising consultant. So I looked up both oh, of those averages, and I found out that, like, really, if you wanted to be generous, the this highest... Is, this is
0: before Citizens United, the ruling, so there's... There is maybe a cap.
1: Could not tell you that. Okay. Probably after. But it turns out that the average is around $30,000, if I'm being generous, probably less than that. That's not a lot of like money the, at
0: all. in like the nonprofit sector kind of. Yeah.
1: But then maybe she's working in a different kind of universe. Maybe on this planet, nonprofits are for profits. And maybe she's making a lot more. But like... You know, I'm just wondering how is he affording these two, like he's known as like this rich guy, the car dealerships, maybe he has a monopoly on like, like maybe he's the only car dealership. But even then I was looking at like the really big ones and you're only going to make like $300,000 and like still, is that enough to buy two houses? So then I asked myself, did he receive a large inheritance? Oh. But that theory Basically, you know, got negated pretty quickly because Keith, his brother, is the older brother, and he clearly has no money. So, like, he talks about his financial problems with his his um, auto repair shop. So, if they did receive an inheritance, either Keith received no money, and and Dan received all of it, or there is no such inheritance. There are some holes. Yeah. In this plot, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Well, you're watching this show the way it's meant to be watched, which is with a magnifying glass.
1: Yeah. And with, like, intense research backing up my viewing experience.
0: I grew up in a small town.
1: Okay. Is that all you... <laughs>
0: you saw my house. Yeah. My parents combined make dollars a year.
1: Maybe you don't want to share that I'll bleep on this. it out. <laughs> <laughs> but then, oh, maybe... Deb got a big inheritance.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, she does strike me as someone of like, because then that makes it even worse if part of the reason that Dad Go Dan goes yeah. with Deb was because maybe she comes from a wealthier background and had a dowry. Maybe the beach house was part of her dowry. A
1: dowry, yeah, because yeah. I, I think this is North
0: Carolina circa two thousand two. What, what
1: if this would have been the eighties.
0: Oh, they, right. May,
1: I think dowries were still like very common in the 80s, for sure.
0: Yeah, in small towns?
1: Oh, wait, absolutely.
0: Yeah. They've got these two houses. Luke and Karen don't even have running water.
1: Yeah, and that's you know, the big thing. There are
0: people in this world who don't even have running water.
1: When Lucas and Haley get there, Nathan greets them all nice and stuff. And he very deliberately pretends to meet Haley for the first time. And Peyton sees this and is like weirded out by it. I also definitely noted Haley's hat at this point because she's wearing a woolen bucket hat. Mm -hmm. And it's just really bad fashion. And I wrote it down. But then you find out later that the hat plays a big part in the plot. So maybe they made it a distinctly ugly hat. So you'd remember it because it's bad. Um, Okay. So when they're at the party, uh, Someone's reading a newspaper <laughs> at this high school party. Um, and they find the uh, Peyton's very first strip in Thud Mag. So it's a magazine. I guess that's a little better. But it looks like a newspaper. Thud Magazine looks like a newspaper. <clears throat> and the name of her comic strip is High School Fear Leader. And everyone's gathered around it and they're super pissed.
0: Doesn't someone say... Who would wear a hat during sex? Because a character in the strip is wearing a hat?
1: Oh yeah. And that's
0: why that's why he realizes it's him, because he's like, oh, I wear a hat. I wear a hat. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I think that's when he realizes. Which is funny because he's never noticed that she has that she is an artist before.
1: Yeah. Because he somehow, didn't notice the yeah. sketches
0: on her. The She's got sketches wall. on her wall. Of wall all the of boys he wish she were. were. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. So then Peyton's like, Where's the keg?
0: hmm
1: And she proceeds to get fairly drunk. Um, so then we cut away from the party to Dan and we finally find out that her name is Deb. Um and she's in Nathan's room and she's you know, she's doing the thing that like a mom might do of like looking in the kid's room, seeing like the posters on the wall because she feels like she doesn't know her son anymore.
0: And he's got posters so he's on, on the his wall. wall. Of, of all, all the, the girls, girls he wished, wished his he mom was. And she means everything, everything
1: to Dan. him. So she's kind of like, you know, you know, Nathan talks to you. How's he doing? And Dan Dan is like, oh, his basketball average is, is going up in points. She's like, no, not basketball, Dan. His life. And she brings up Lucas, and he's kind of like, don't worry about him. I'm she, taking care of him. I'm taking, yeah, like, and she's like, are you gonna kill him?
0: Yeah. Um, she knows how he makes his money.
1: Oh, my boss. And she, you know, she brings up Lucas. She's like, you know, this is, this is a thing we should be talking about. It's like a reality in his life. Um, and she says, I saw Karen at the game. And Dan says, I know this is hard for you, Deb. And she quickly is like, no, not really. I think it's harder for you and Nathan. And we cut away. So they kind of end on a, a tense note.
0: This is another moment where Deb earned some points for herself in my, in my book. So at this point she, so it's Deb three, Dan negative. negative. Yeah. Well, she's saying, I'm talking about the now you're living in the past. Mm, Yeah. Dan,
1: Dan. Yeah. She's not very, she doesn't appear to be bitter. No, but also I don't know really much what she would be bitter about. Okay. So now we're back at the party for a while. So first we're at the party and Peyton, well, Haley wants to leave. So they like, they split up. Like she's still there, but she's kind of like, can we go? Can we go? Um, but Lucas is like, no, I need to prove my point. So he goes over and they're all playing. I never, which is basically never have ever. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of the people playing are Brooke, Peyton, Nathan, Lucas, and various other high school students. So it's Brooke's turn. And she says, um, I've never, no, I did that. And then we just skip her turn, which is against the rules. She has to think of something. She needs to, she needs to think of some answer. Like she's there's something she's never done. There are things that Brooke has never done.
0: Unless. And they're
1: just like, they're all just like, okay, I guess we can skip skip over Brooke. Like I can name I can name five things right now that Brooke's never done. Go. Okay. She's never made out with Lucas. Right. She's never made out with Keith. <laughs>
0: see where this is going. Okay, number three.
1: Uh, she's never jumped out of an airplane because she's too young. Right. She's never been enlisted in the army. Good. She's never taught at One Tree Hill High School.
0: Awesome. Keep going. Why stop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like. Um, she's left never read
1: a life. complete book. No. <laughs> that's that's unfair of me. But, but I bet she hasn't.
0: But. I mean, have we seen her finish a book on screen? No. I think we. Can... Oh, there's a
1: lot of things we've never seen her do.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of a a, a purist. You know how they are like, um, what are they called? Constructionists or um, formalists? What's the name of a person who reads the Constitution? Originalists.
1: Originalists. No, originalists. Purists.
0: Purists. I said that. I don't think it's any of those.
1: It's something like originalists.
0: Federalists? No. But it's like only.
1: I literally just looked this up a few months ago, and now I've lost it. Very.
0: But I'm now whatever that is. Yeah. I'm that with One Tree Hill, so it's like if I don't <laughs> if I don't see it if I don't see it in the text you're the on the Antonin screen.
1: Scalia. Of <laughs> <laughs> of One Tree. Yeah. Is it Antonin or Antony?
0: Uh, he's dead.
1: Oh, skip all this. <laughs> cut this out. I think we should you're get the, a little political. You're the Scalia of One Tree Hill. Yeah. So Nathan then goes. Oh, it's so mean. I've never had a dad that wished I was a stain on the bedsheets.
0: Can you imagine this at a high school party? Taking that turn?
1: I can't imagine that.
0: You can? You hang out with more high school kids than I do at this point.
1: Yeah. So last weekend (laughs) at the high school party I was at, (laughs) things got really real really quickly.
0: Was this the party where you were going undercover and pretending to be a high school student in order to crack a big case? In order
1: to fall in love with my teacher. I had no great case to crack. The <laughs> twist of my movie was that I wasn't a journalist. I just really wanted to fall in love with the yeah, teacher. Yeah,
0: you're like, this is my chance.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's so mean, though. It's really mean.
0: It also kind of feels like it brings because it's like a, it's graphic and like a description of like a right. coital act. It seems like it brings Karen, yeah, into the conversation in a way that we'll see later. Like it feels like it's insulting her in a way too. Yes, it's for not. Sure. It's not just. I wish you were never born. It's. It's degrading. I wish everyone. when my dad had sex with your mom. Okay. <laughs> I we all get it. We don't need to. Okay.
1: We don't need to go into detail about that.
0: Okay, I'll walk you back from. The... Okay, so
1: Lucas then puts his like drink down in front. He, you know, to me this is a new technique for when Lucas is mad because usually he throws things to the side, but mm-hmm. here he placed the cup of alcohol um, very deliberately in front of Nathan. And he like whispered it. He like basically was licking Nathan's earlobe. And he said, then you're welcome to mine. And he walks away. It's an all right comeback. It doesn't quite make sense in any way.
0: Well, do, we both had a lot of time to think about what we would have said in that situation.
1: Okay. Like, what would you have said?
0: Um, I would have, I would have said, well, this this stain is about to beat your your shooting average, chump. That's what I would have said. Or I would have said, "Well, I would watch out because this stain is about to is about to stain your shooting record." I'd probably use it twice. Okay, I, I,
1: watch out for this watch, stain. Let me.
0: I'll start from okay. Watch. I'd watch out because this stain yeah. on the bed sheets yeah. just became a person, and he's pretty good at basketball. <laughs> Maybe better than you. <laughs> So, oh,
1: <laughs> you, you're not done. <laughs> Keep going.
0: No, but everyone, okay. everyone in the party would get quiet. Y- and everyone.
1: you're saying this really quietly, so everyone has to huddle around.
0: Everyone right. leans in, mm. but then at the very last second, I would go. So now you're in trouble. People would kind of like, <laughs> like I would, I would mm. just startle them. Yeah. Know? What would you have said? Sure, 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 sure. Okay, sure, I'll sure. You want me to prompt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had. A I don't who want you to say <laughs> this
1: line again. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'll just I'll just give you the last words. The okay. bed sheets.
1: Okay. Well, I never I never had a dad. Period.
0: You never had a dad. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would do if I was Nathan. <laughs> I would make fun of Dad. Period. I guess we're gonna call you Dad. Period. Now. I,
1: okay, this is what I would say.
0: Okay, only prompt. You. Okay. The bed sheets.
1: A stain you can easily get out ejaculate with baking soda and water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good and then, then you lean in close to,
1: i do it every morning <laughs> i'd go a, a stain what do you i'd like to put a black light on your sheets is, then nudes the fool <laughs> i would say
0: i'd love to take a black light to your sheets, your sheets. Bra. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, yeah. at least i'm not a stain on the court Something Ooh, like that. Because okay. basketball is where he's really vul- he's vulnerable about basketball. At
1: least I'm not a stain on the spreadsheets.
0: Oh. Of the the, the ball agents. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> okay. So then this is where we go into like all the pairs of scenes. So first it's Haley and Peyton. Uh, So Haley comes out of the bathroom and they're just going to like, you know, leave each other. But then Peyton goes, how's tutoring going? And Haley's thrown off because she thought it was a secret. And Peyton's like, don't worry. He tells me everything. So she you know, she has the high status in the scene. And she's like, just be careful, okay? And then we think it's over again. Or we think it's then... about the
0: hat. She's like, don't <laughs> wear that in
1: here. Be careful about that hat. You <laughs> look hat. so bad. Um, and then it looks like a very flammable hat. Uh, and then she goes, does Lucas know? And Haley doesn't say anything. And she goes, you know, you say a lot when you keep your mouth shut. It's okay. I keep mine shut too. She goes into the bathroom. Power play.
0: Yeah. I wrote that they failed the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anytime
0: I sing. don't
1: think this show has succeeded yet at the In Bechdel passing. test. No. Because there's just not enough female characters.
0: Who uh, have their own...
1: Yeah, because I think every time Brooke and Hayley... Brooke and Peyton talk,
0: they're yeah. talking about a guy. There's a, a possibility of Karen and Haley, but I think they're usually talking about Luke.
1: Okay, so this is my favorite line in the episode you would think my favorite line would be the stain on the bed sheets line but mm-hmm. it wasn't that was my least favorite line in the episode my favorite line in the episode is Haley and Lucas find each other again and she can Haley can see that Lucas is upset she's like what happened what did Nathan do and Lucas says he made some feeble comment good That's, on you yeah. man yeah. it's just when you like remember you're like Oh, so last episode we were reminded that Lucas reads when he puts the book in the locker. And this was our reminder that Lucas reads with this line. Yeah. And then this is when Haley does the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Haley basically tries to humanize Nathan and like kind of defend him and take his, not take his side, but kind of try to make it seem like it's a two-sided thing. Mm -hmm. He's like, maybe you're both too sensitive around each other. Maybe you both need to talk. Maybe he's upset too. But this is after Nathan just made that horrible comment.
0: Which Haley didn't hear. Which Haley didn't hear. She just heard it framed as a feeble comment.
1: Yes. She doesn't you know? know what it was.
0: Because Luke is so strong and he has to be so strong to make it through this tough situation that he's in. He's just yeah. a kid.
1: He's just a boy.
0: That I think people are are dealing with his like tough experience, you know. Or, so Lucas yeah. is like,
1: why are you taking his side? Like, I, th- who are you right now? Yeah.
0: Why who are you? Are you? What? what are, why are you saying all these feeble comments at me?
1: Yeah. Every, thi- every comment you're saying right now is feeble as fuck, yeah. is what he says. And then she's like, well, you're stooping to his level. I'm leaving. And she goes to leave the party. And he's and Haley, Lucas is kind of like, Haley, but he doesn't really do anything to stop her. Nathan sees Haley leaving. And this is when he starts to manipulate her even more. Where she's like, I thought you were going to be nice to Lucas. And he does the thing of like, what are you talking about? Oh, that? And he acts all innocent. He's like, I was just goofing around. He just took it too seriously. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was just being blah, blah. like he basically goes, Who, me? Like his whole scene. He's like, me, what, me? Yeah. Um, and that's it. So then he was like, I'm leaving. And she. Oh no, that's where we're at right now. Um, so then Lucas and Peyton, um, Lucas finds the porch swing, as he's wont to do, because he's a porch swing boy. Uh, and Peyton is out there and they basically are commiserating over being both being miserable. Um, and this is when Lucas brings up the comic strip. He's like, Why are you anonymous? It's like you're you let everyone watch you on your webcam, but like you won't share like you you're making this like you're hiding behind your comic strip. And like, why do you do that? It doesn't make sense. And this is the second best line of the episode where Peyton goes, I guess I'm just a riddle, wrapped in a mystery, inside of a bitch.
0: I mean that's we're both drinking tea right now, and that's the slogan that's on our mugs.
1: <laughs> that's really good. If you, if you want to send us a gift.
0: Mm. This is a great segue into this. Yeah. DM
1: us, and we'll give you our personal address, and you can send us a mug that says, I'm just a riddle wrapped in a mystery inside of a bitch. No, they would be on a blanket.
0: Oh, because then you could cuddle up in it.
1: You can wrap yourself up in it.
0: We're interested in any sort of merch you guys are interested in making. But we're
1: not interested in selling you merch. We're interested in you buying us merch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, little things to use around the house that can remind us to do the podcast on a weekly basis. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. So, meanwhile, Nathan has seen them kind of being like like intimately chatting on the porch mm-hmm. and he immediately retaliates. So, he starts to, he goes through his old family videos and he plays this VHS tape Um. And Lucas sees it, and it's an old video of Karen and Dan when they were snowball dance king and queen.
0: Well, you know how he gets to the VHS. Tim yeah. is like, hey man, the party's dying down. Do you have any decent porn around here? <laughs> nathan's mind is like i don't have porn but i do but have i do have something some that
1: emotional <laughs> porn like just, you're about to watch this
0: will be just as uncomfortable
1: <laughs> like oh it's karen and dan giving their speech and they're both like super into each other and uh it's young actors so it's not the actors who play karen and dan but it is the voices of the actors who play karen and dan dubbed onto these <laughs> young actors so it's just really, really good. Um, and it's like the the actors are trying to sound younger. So it's like Karen, instead of her normal voice like this, it's just kind of like this. Just a little like whimsical. So she's basically saying, it's like a bunch of Karen being like, I... I love Dan, and like, I do think we're gonna get married. And she's basically saying, like, how deeply in love with they are and how, like, they're gonna be together forever. Mm -hmm. So it's incredibly degrading and and embarrassing for Lucas, but it's also, like, you know, horrible to do to Karen. Um, And everyone's kind of like laughing. Like, Brooke doesn't realize who it is. Because Um,
0: she has a different hairstyle. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's a different actor.
1: Yeah. Um, Nathan's super smug. Peyton is pissed, and Lucas, cr- like, starts to cry, and he leaves the party. So it's it's bad. It's very yeah. mean.
0: This is the moment, for me, where Nathan becomes a psychopath.
1: Yeah. Sociopath, really. Because he, like, likes the pain of Lucas.
0: Mm. Which one is Dexter?
1: Psychopath.
0: I've never really seen Dexter, so that's super helpful. Hey, thanks for listening to one tree me uh if you want to tell your friends about it that would be awesome uh, you can find us on twitter at one the number tree will the words uh, or on facebook at one tree will or online at www.onetreewill.com um cool we don't have any sponsors so we don't have anything to plug here So we'll just thank one of our fans individually. Thanks for listening, Matt.
1: So then, this is like later in the night, Lucas is gone, Nathan finds Haley on the dock. She says she's waiting for a cab, but I'm pretty sure it's been like over an hour. It's been a while. Um,
0: We we can't trust enough that the show isn't in real time, so sometimes it's hard to know exactly how... Is it a full basketball game that's gone by? Has she right. read any books on screen? Has she, you know, gotten yeah. in a taxi? Yeah,
1: has, has Yeah, exactly. Um. So so the whole time we're watching the scene, we're aware that, again, Haley didn't see the act of bullying. So she missed the feeble comment and mm-hmm. she missed the video. So she doesn't know. Okay, so now we're back to Dev and Dan. Like, they just like get kind of, like, it's it's the kind of flirting that's like, oh, you're still here? Like, oh, I'm, I'm mad at you. Like, it's, it's like the kind of, combative flirting um and she's like she tells him basically at the end of it she's like i'm not going to tutor you anymore it's too much it's too complicated he's like fine that's fine and he offers her a ride in peyton's car and she takes it because she's a fool
0: yeah big, big big dummy smartest dummy in the in the show
1: but she so so deb is upset because like she feels like she doesn't know nathan anymore and she feels like he's been surly and distant and Dan's pressure is only making things worse and Dan just instead of like listening to the critique, just immediately comes back at her um, and says like well, at least I'm here. you don't even uh, know who he is because you're gone. yeah and like you you don't want to be a part of this family. like you leave on purpose and she kind of is like, you know what? maybe you're right. like do you know why I work so much? Because I feel like useless in this family. I feel shut out in this family. Um, but when I'm at work, I'm needed. Like I'm appreciated at work. And I'm not needed here. And I thought that that was very honest. Um, and he's like, we're doing fine. Nathan's happy. And she ends the scene with saying, that kid I saw tonight is anything but happy.
0: Yeah. She knows. She sees the truth.
1: Yeah scene but also like she, how long has she been gone <laughs> she hasn't been gone that long to like has he become she's so i guess he's missed she's missed yeah so a lot of games. few weeks yeah you're right she's been on the road yeah uh so then we're back at the party um oh yeah this is a quick scene so i'll just do so brooke's drunk peyton's drunk and peyton's kind of like are we gonna end up like karen like she's afraid that they're gonna end up like karen and Brooks like speak for yourself you're the one that's dating the asshole
0: yeah and she sees it's the first time where she's seen that parallel. Yeah. And it's kind of another connection to Luke in a way. What do you mean? Where she's like, Oh, am I the Lucas mom in this scenario? Am
1: I am I Lucas' mom?
0: Am I Lucas' mom. Also, say that line again, Abby. Speak for yourself. Clearly an allusion to the fact that the VHS tape was dubbed. <laughs> you know? So I think the speak for yourself thing is like, is there just is someone else speaking for us? Are we just living in a simulation?
1: Is this the Matrix?
0: Is this the Matrix? Is it?
1: I don't know. Peyton, is it the Peyton! Matrix? Um.
0: Just yeah. Just as a heads up, Abby mean, I are going to start to do a little bit more role playing. In, yeah. in one true. So there. Are, but
1: we're bad at voices, so you will not be able to tell who we're playing.
0: Keep an, just keep an eye on like emotional intensity. So there'll be yeah. moments where like suddenly I'll sound more. I'll sound like invested in you know the emotional stakes. But she's saying it because Peyton says, isn't it awful how she let Nathan's dad treat her like crap? Mm. So Brooke is the one who sees it. Peyton doesn't realize that, that she's... she's treated like that. Yeah. Mm.
1: So this is a big, this is like one of many moments for Peyton where she starts to like see Nathan being an asshole. Like she's seen it before, but I think like it doesn't, it's sinking in. So first she sees him play the video. And that's so awful. And then she hears this from Brooke of like her own Mm -hmm. best friend being like, this thing you're afraid of is already happening to you. Yeah. You are are treated like crap.
0: And it gets it out of sort of the high school bubble and is is sort of, this is real life. You're living your real life right now.
1: Yeah. We're not dubbed.
0: We're not dubbed, Peyton.
1: So then Nathan, as we're discussing how Peyton is treated like crap, we see her boyfriend who I think has been drinking, which they don't really... Like they don't really talk about the fact that like Haley let some maybe somebody drunk drive her. Like I just maybe he didn't wasn't drunk. I don't know, but he's been drinking Not a good and idea. he's a high schooler and yeah. he's driving. But um, so he pulls up to Haley's house, drops her off, and before she goes, he plays the nice guy card and guilt trips her, where he basically talks about how much basketball means to him, how he has bad grades, and if he he says like if I lose basketball. Not only will my dad be destroyed, but I'll be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, well, you can get any tutor. He's like, no, it's you or nobody. Yeah. Which is just crazy logic. Doesn't make any sense. But also just like he really plays to her like, you know, her charitable side of making himself look like this victim, you know, who if. If he fails, it'll be her fault for not helping him.
0: He's like, if I don't have basketball, I'm just a straight white man living in America who has a job waiting for me in my dad's company. <laughs> you know? And it's sort of, and that's when yeah, we yeah. realize the stakes. But she's wearing the hat. Oh, wait, no, maybe the car was too warm. Did she take the hat off? Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, but she says, <laughs> just okay, for the, him, oh, that's know. really good. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry that I oh, scoffed. Oh, where's her, where's her hat? Where's her hat?
0: We'll soon find out.
1: Um, but she says, you know, she'll tutor him just for this semester. Mm-hmm. So she loses this battle for sure. Um, so then after he drops her off, he suddenly gets drunker, I guess, and starts like speed drunk driving all around town. He's like, driving
0: recklessly because partially because he's trying to change the music.
1: Yeah. Cause he doesn't like Peyton's music, but yeah. like he, <laughs> just the fact that he's just like switching the a, a dial. Like yeah. so, this is what happens. He switches the dial, so he's looking at the dial to switch the channel. Sideswipes a parked car, and then swerves and runs directly into a tree. Still
0: trying to trying to change the song throughout <laughs> the entire moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so he completely. I mean, the car would be totaled. It's not, but it's just—it's pretty badly destroyed. And he really hurts the other car. But
0: it it's that stat of like 90% of accidents occur within 20 miles of your beach house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Lucas catches up and he's like, Peyton, are you up? A- oh, you're not Peyton. You're Nathan, my half-brother, whom I hate. So you see all that in his eyes. He doesn't say it. Yeah. Yeah, so Nathan, his actions here are... He just starts walking back to the party, carrying the beer he got on the beer run. Uh, So Leaving Peyton's car. Yeah, this is what we learned. We learned that her car was smoking. We learned that he doesn't care about the owner of the other car. We learned that he doesn't care about the consequences for Peyton. And we learned that he's willing to have Tim lie for him to never ever take responsibility and have an alibi. So basically he's willing to throw every single person under the bus, including his girlfriend, in order to stay out of trouble.
0: Yeah. The first time we see him, he's in the bus that he stole. Right. And now he's throwing people under.
1: Under the bus. Yeah. So what's next?
0: Yeah. A bigger bus? How A big can the bus, bus? be? A um, bus?
1: So I just wrote in all caps, he's worse than I remember.
0: I wrote like, evil Nathan.
1: Is... Yeah so destructive and without remorse.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's just another example of like Nathan getting away with anything. Like he stole the bus and he got away with it. Mm. And now, you know, he's done something really, really bad. Like he could have killed somebody. Yeah. And he gets away with it completely. And Lucas is the one witnessing it. Mm -hmm. So Lucas keeps witnessing the worst parts of Nathan while people like Haley don't see it. Yeah. So it's easier for Haley to say things like, can't you see it from his side? Whereas Lucas like, This scene is so rough. Yeah, like Nathan does not come out. Like you do not sympathize at all with him.
0: I think the last thing he says is, "Who are they going to believe, me or you?" Or I guess it's just your word against mine. Yeah, it's something. It's just
1: it's bad. Or like even like Lucas is like, "What about Peyton, your girlfriend?" And and you like Nathan's like, "What about her?" Like he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um. So Lucas takes the car to Keith's auto repair. So Keith, guess Keith has a 24-hour auto repair, um, and Keith is super mad because Lucas broke the law and like put you know put auto his auto repair at risk. Put everything's a liability at this point. Um, but I, I'm wondering, like, I kind of was thinking, like, should Keith be this mad? Because in my head, Lucas did the right thing. Yeah. Like, I guess like the the more like what Keith wanted him to do was like leave it and call the police and like blame Nathan. Yeah. But like. But if, if he had blamed Nathan, it wouldn't have worked out for anybody. It's like reckless kindness that maybe isn't, you know, the perfect thing to do, but at the same time, I don't know if I'd get as mad at him as Keith did.
0: Yeah.
1: He gets really mad at him. So Lucas goes into Peyton's car to take the keys out, and that's where he sees.
0: Remember what I mean. Remember when earlier? Remember? Remember, here. Pause. Well, don't. I'll tell you in a pause. I'll explain the exercise okay. and then pause.
1: So, Lucas, go. see
0: if you can go. remember from before, from the clues that we sprinkled through this episode.
1: Yeah. What's in the car?
0: What's in the car? What's in the car? What's in the car? <laughs> Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seven.
1: Her ugly woolen bucket cap.
0: Yeah. And could I have, and I wrote lesson
1: learned. Never wear such a distinctly ugly hat ever again in your life because you will get caught.
0: It's really an episode about hats. Just think about it's, the comic. Yeah. Oh. You know, what kind of jock wears a hat during sex?
1: So what does that mean, dude? Let's pick apart what the motif of hats could mean. Hats cover up,
0: they cover up. who you
1: are. Or like They cover up part of your face, like if you're hiding.
0: Yeah. that's. I think that's what it means. Okay. But I think there's a moment when he finds the hat Where, at least my first impulse was like, she disappeared. Like, where is she? You know?
1: That was your first impulse? Was that she melted?
0: I'm not used to watching these kinds of shows. I'm a huge Marvel head. I love Marvel Universe. I love DC. Name
1: six Marvel movies in under ten seconds.
0: Avengers. Avengers 2. (laughs) Return of the Avengers. Um, Avengers Summer. They're back. It's hot. Avengers Uncorked. That's One more. Um, Spidey?
1: Nailed it. <laughs> Never mind. I, I eat my hat. Is that what it is? I, I yeah. eat my hat?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, so we're still in the night time. Um, even more eventful than I remember because Deb goes into Karen's Cafe. Whoa. Big, bold move, Deb.
0: I wrote, Deb goes to Karen. I like Deb. Damn, Deb. Yes, Deb, was what I wrote. <laughs> And now we'll find out why. Okay.
1: Um. So, do you want to play Deb or Karen?
0: I think I would make a pretty good Deb.
1: Okay. So, you'll be Deb. I'll be Karen and sound effects. So, um, ding, ding, ding.
0: I was hoping to get a coffee to go.
1: Anything else? A biscotti. 320. Hands her a five. They hold the bill significantly for a moment and then let it go. Deb goes to leave. Karen cries out, "Hey!" And then the scene continues. but that's that that's about two minutes of just those four lines. yeah um, so then
0: this is the first long scene in a series of short scenes.
1: Exactly yeah, they really take their time with it. Yeah. So Karen is basically like if, if next time Dan wants to like spy on me or threaten me or whatever you're doing, he can do it himself. And Deb basically is like, no, I'm so sorry. This, I wanted to come. He doesn't know I'm here. I wanted to let you know that I have no beef with you. That's
0: when I wrote, I like Deb.
1: Um, I even, I'm jealous of your relationship with Lucas. I think you have a really good relationship with him.
0: That's when I wrote, damn Deb.
1: And then she says, their history doesn't have to be our history.
0: And that's when I wrote, yes, Deb. <laughs> I'm crash into you. I want to crash, crash into, into you. you
1: oh, so the crash into you is probably because of the car crash. So we already figured that out. Oh, yeah. Crash. Into you, Car Entry. Okay, so then we're I wonder, off. I yeah, w- we wonder think.
0: if it has any sort of allusion to the film Crash, which is also Crash. A car I don't
1: crashing. think has happened yet. I think this is before Crash.
0: Really? Alright, so. that makes a lot of sense.
1: I could be wrong. Well, Crash came out the same year that Brokeback Mountain came out.
0: And they would have made an allusion to one of those two films. Yeah. Like, characters would have been watching it casually in the background, I think.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, think, think about how easy that would have been to work into this scene. I was hoping to get a coffee to go. I'm on my way to see Crash in movie theaters. In, in,
1: in the theater. Anything else?
0: A biscotti. A big
1: gay biscotti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gay marriage isn't legal yet, but it should be. For Broke cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that good gayers, cowboy love. But cowboys should all be able to marry.
1: <laughs> yeah, regardless of gender
0: coffee and a biscotti 320 okay that's a different time
1: <laughs> actually you're so right okay wait this could go back to if 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 a, if a coffee and a biscotti are only three dollars and 20 cents yeah then i'm assuming the real estate prices are quite low in Montreal Hill, and only getting a hundred thousand dollars per year could let you buy two mansions
0: yeah, over because over here I would say it may it's maybe 20 but that's pounds. Yeah, exchange like rate is like one point seven. That would
1: be like four dollar, four dollars.
0: More, almost like five.
1: Almost like eight. Um. Okay. So then we're back with Peyton. Everyone's left the party. Peyton is still there, and part of me is like, why are you still there, Peyton? Because mm. she's mad at Nathan. But you find out she's still there because she doesn't have her car. Yeah, can't find her car. So she first says, "You reinvented cruel tonight."
0: Ugh. And you did write down all the mean things. Yeah. Me too. I've ever done that.
1: Well, that, I mean, I don't think that's mean. I think that that's I think it's truel. true. Yeah. I think it's true.
0: Oh,
1: it's and truel. it's cruel, cruel and true. It's cruel and true. I just really got True. Good. true. <laughs> Peyton is the master of true intentions. Yeah. So she's asking about her car. She's like, Where's my car? Um, And yeah, she's, he,
0: like, she's like, Dude, where's dude, my car? Dude, where's my
1: car? Dude.
0: Dude, where's my car?
1: And that was when Ashton Kutcher was like, Aha! Punked it. <laughs> Punked it. <laughs> I know what my career shall be, um. And Nathan lies and says Tim took it. She doesn't really buy it. Um, they they get in a fight, and finally he's like, "Well, I'm going to bed. Are you coming?" And she says, "I can't believe you can ask me that with a straight face." And she sleeps on the couch. Karen is looking up. She's basically like, "It was too expensive to get a plumber, so she's decided they're going to fix it themselves mm-hmm. by like digging up the pipe or something." Um, and Lucas is hearing this after seeing this beautiful beach house and after seeing Nathan, you know, completely destroy two cars and not take responsibility for it. So he's pissed.
0: And maybe most crucially, hearing his mom, hearing that his mom had a plan. Yes. And she
1: says that to her. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know you had this whole future planned. You always made it sound like you never made it sound as serious as it was. Um,
0: and part of me, part of me also thinks that Karen hasn't had the talk with Lucas about sex, and I think that he's realized a lot. I think the stain <laughs> on the bed sheet I think he has like connected a lot of dots.
1: He's like, I never knew that's how it worked.
0: You did what with him?
1: With what part? With
0: what? In how? your
1: in your what?
0: And you were where? On For the what? With 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 whom? Stained
1: him. In what? Is there a stain inside of you? And that's the end of that scene. Yeah, so he's mad. So then it cuts right away to the next morning and we see that Lucas is digging for the pipes. So it's kind of, you know, his way of apologizing and he also does verbally apologize. And he explains why he was so upset. And he explains a few reasons what we've already kind of talked about. But he says, like, I feel like I'm the reason you didn't get all that you wanted. And Karen says, I chose this. Like, I wanted this. And Lucas is like, it's not fair. Um, And Karen basically makes the argument. She's like... You know, I'm glad he never offered to give me money because if he had, I don't know what I would have done. And if he did have financial responsibility in your life, maybe he would feel entitled to also giving his opinions about like what your life should be Mm -hmm. and look at how Nathan turned out. Yeah. And she's basically arguing like you got the luckier deal by not having him in your life.
0: Yeah. I think she's right.
1: I think she's right too. And it kind of ends there. So they're working together in the yard um and then we go to Deb and Dan, and Deb is very upset she I could say that she's pissed, yeah as well a lot of people are pissed this episode because Keith called and told her about the car um so she's like clearly you, like clearly Nathan has some shit we need to work out with him. Mm-hmm. he's not okay. Um, and Dan is kind of like I'll talk to him and she's like no I don't trust you anymore I am going to cut back on my hours I'm not going to travel anymore I'm going to stay at home
0: I think the line I wrote it down is she said AIDS can wait (laughs) (laughs) no but she's you know someone else will pick up the slack oh god (laughs) We realize that Deb is raising Dan. Is what I, realize. you know, she's, <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, she he's not raising their son. She's gonna have to take care of both of them. I think I was frustrated because Dan was being a big baby.
1: Yeah, he's a big, fat, hairy baby. Yeah. So they're the auto repair. Nathan walks in, and Luke's like, "What the f- are you doing here?" And Keith is like, "Oh, I told his parents," um, and I thought that. Nathan was there to, like, help repair the car or something. Yeah. And instead he's just like, I'll pay for it. And Peyton and Lucas is like, no, I refuse. Yeah. Um, And then as he's leaving, Lucas is like, stay the hell away from Haley. And Nathan goes, I could say the same about Peyton.
0: No, yeah, but you can't. Because you're not going to be together for much longer.
1: No, you're not. Because Nathan immediately goes to Peyton's and she has all his stuff packed in a box, including a necklace that he gave her. And she's like decidedly breaking up with him because like they break up a lot. Yeah. But this feels different because she's packed all the stuff in the box and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She's like, oh, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that. And she said, I finally saw the real you last night, the way that you treated me, the way that you treated Tim, your brother, she calls Lucas his brother. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. she's like, ah, I'm not done speaking in the way that you're playing with that girl mm. because she saw that he's messing with Haley and It was less that she was jealous and more that she was like, you know, you, like, you're manipulating her for sport. Yeah. And he says the worst thing. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I'll call you when you're not so PMS.
1: God. Like, read a room. Yeah. That's not what you say there, ever, but especially now. And she says, no, we're done. Get the hell out. And he feels it. He's like, oh, we're officially done now. Yeah. So he leaves, he takes his stuff. And this is where we go into a montage, but different than other episodes, there's no quote.
0: Right. Well, I mean, who had time to read?
1: Yeah, no one had time to read yeah. because everyone was at this party. Yeah. And there were no books at this party. No. Because guess what? A good party doesn't have books. Just
0: has newspapers. And I
1: wish I'd known that in high school.
0: Yeah, I went to all the all the books. I kept
1: bringing books to parties.
0: Like, what would you guys think about of this guys Of mice chapter? and men. Yeah.
1: And you're like, we don't want to talk about that right now. That book's very sad. So this montage, basically, we see Nathan fondling Peyton's necklace. We see Haley listening to her Walkman, which really dates the show. Yeah, come
0: on, like update it if we're. Come watch on, it. if you're gonna sell it on Amazon, like put like,
1: an iPod in.
0: Do what Spielberg did with ET and change the guns to walkie talkies and change the Walkman to an at least an iPod.
1: At least.
0: Second generation, third generation, fourth generation. iPod
1: mini, please. Give me an
0: iPod Nano.
1: Any day. Give me a shuffle. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so then Peyton's drawing a red light, like in a stoplight, which means... I, I think it symbolizes stop. Oh. And Lucas... Um, is in Peyton's car in the dark reading her comic, which is a little too far for me. Yeah. I'm like, really? You're in her car reading her comic? Like, that to me is creepy. At that point, I'm on no team for Peyton. I'm like, Peyton, just don't date anyone in high school anymore.
0: Well, he's fixing up the car.
1: He's sitting in her car reading her comic strip in the dark.
0: But he's fixing it. He's probably working, and then he's he's taking a break.
1: Can't you take a break like sitting in a chair?
0: It's not her room. It's a car.
1: <laughs> it just felt a little creepy to me. But maybe... He's
0: he's reading the stoplight comment.
1: Uh no, he's reading the one that people were mad about, like the faceless jock one with the hat on. With the hat. Yeah. Uh, then the very last scene of the show, and we know this because it says this is the last scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas comes in, and come into where? That's a great question, Abby.
0: This story, the so cafe. yeah, so
1: Lucas goes into the cafe and Haley's working, and he starts to talk to her about like how they should be able to trust each other and be honest with each other no matter what. And he kind of is feeding her an in for a way to admit that she was with Nathan. Yeah. So he's like, "We're honest with each other, right? And you know, you can tell me anything. Is there anything you want? Like, is there anything you want to tell
0: me? He's like, "Is there anything you want to get off your chest or your head?
1: Or yeah, is there? Or is there anything you want to that you?" wanna get on back onto your head. Is
0: it is your is your head a little cold right now? Yeah. yeah. And she
1: basically lies and says, No, like I'm glad that you said that. I have nothing to tell you. And he goes, Barium. And he puts the awful woolen bucket cap on the counter and he says, You left that in Peyton's car. And she goes, <gasps> and he walks away. Episode is done. Crash into you. So, Will, I'm wondering, uh, what's keep it quick? <laughs> what's one thing that you want to have happen next episode, and maybe one thing you think will happen?
0: All the things that I that I want to happen are for like Haley and Lucas to be okay, but I don't think I I want that to happen, and I predict that it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I predict that in the next episode. I predict that that episode will be called "Wicked," and there will be a <laughs> high school production of the musical "Wicked" during the thing, and Haley will be really involved in it, and uh, she'll be singing "Popular," okay. <laughs> and and it'll be like a Haley would
1: not be Glinda.
0: She's she's not Glinda, but she's you know the dubbing scene. This yeah. scene will be like a callback to that scene because because Peyton will like. Really casually audition and we'll get this part. We'll be
1: Glinda. She'll
0: be Glinda, and she'll be singing "Popular." And Haley, who's doing the spotlight, is mouthing along with her Okay. because she's sort of she's envious in that moment. And as she's singing, Nathan emerges from the shadows behind her and kisses her neck. She doesn't resist.
1: Whoa, that's exactly what happens. So, we'll sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. If I'm gonna predict, sorry, it, sorry, you sorry. Get it exactly I was right. just so you impressed. I was money. so impressed. Thank you. This has been One Tree Will. I'm Abby. I'm Will. And just remember...
0: You reinvented cruel tonight.